0: is actually one that is never been released yet. It's coming Coming out out this summer. Woo! Okay, she's here.
1: I'm Ashley. I'm from Pennsylvania. My name is Lisa
2: Rubain.
3: Hi, my name is Sam Gunsberger.
2: I'm Tony Malone. My name is Deirdre Nero. I am an immigration attorney that lives in Miami, Florida, and I've had alopecia for 25 years, about.
4: My name is Lindsay Sullivan. I've had alopecia areata for 28 years, and you are listening to a very special episode of Very Nearly Almost. You are also listening to the gorgeous musical talents of Grammy Award winner Molly Tuttle, an alopecia queen in her own right. Her new album, City of Gold, will be out on July 21st. I know, it's been a while since I've put out an episode, and I am so happy to be sharing this one with you all now. I get to be honest here. Yes, I've been busy, as we all are with various goings-on in our lives, But there has also been a huge part of me that has been feeling uninspired and frankly, a little down. My hair loss has increased greatly since last October. I look back at pictures just from earlier this year and am floored by the transformation. I'm no longer feeling or looking very nearly almost. This is a level of hair loss I haven't experienced since middle school or maybe even before that. And as a 30-year-old woman, I'm feeling so many feelings from that painful time in my life full force again. It's honestly been really hard. Things in other areas of my life don't work out, and it's just so easy to blame my hair loss instead of the person hiding behind the unreturned text message or email. But I've also been struggling with an inner narrative. I'm not allowed to be the girl who feels pain about her hair loss. I'm not her. I haven't been her for a long time. Practice what you preach, queen. I've honestly been at a loss for words on this front for a while, so I simply didn't share any. I want to thank my returning listeners for their patience and support, and of course, welcome any new ones. I've done a lot of inner work and received great support from my family, my friends, and my incredible therapist. She sometimes listens, so hey girl, I think you're amazing. Something else that's helped me feel a lot better lately? I recently attended my first full weekend at the National Alopecia Areata Foundation Conference in Denver, Colorado. I had the pleasure of serving on a panel about hair loss and advocacy with my Alopecia Justice League co-founders, Allison Lee and Julie Yu. I met wonderful people throughout the entire weekend, many of whom I hope to have on VNA in the coming months. An early VNA guest and cheerleader, the amazing Sapria Surrender, aka at Boo on Instagram. I loved our dinner and getting to hang in person. Most importantly, I was able to reflect during my travels and I think really start to admit to myself how much I've been struggling. As you know, if you see me out and about, or on Instagram, I've been rocking turbans, baseball caps, and sometimes my baldness. What I want to do really fluctuates day to day, treatment and wigs included. I am absolutely 100% on the fence about what feels like everything. But instead of being afraid of that, I'm gonna honor it. And what better place than the one I've created for others here with this podcast? It's for me too. This episode is all about the NAF Conference. It's been going on annually for decades and I truly can't believe it took me this long to get there. It's incredible. There are panels and events and on-site support groups and outings and a kids camp and even an epic dance party. But most importantly, it's amazing to be in a place where there is truly no hiding or uncertainty. People rock their baldness or their wigs. It's a safe space for people to talk about their alopecia with people who really get it. Walking around the Hyatt, it felt like that Lizzo song, you know, where she's like, everybody's gay, but it's like, everybody's bad, that one. Um, It's baller. Like, I brought turbans and didn't even wear them. I saw other hotel guests feeling like other, like there were moments where we'd all be like somewhere in the hotel and I'd see just like other guests with hair and I feel like they had this like furrowed brow moment where they're like oh like we look different and I was like "Ooh, do I look like that all the time because that's wild it was just an experience you can't get anywhere else um, and I'm really excited to dig into it with all of you so let's do it if I could have you introduce yourself sir
5: ah uh, yes my name is Simon Rubenstein
4: and you have a big job with this conference I understand
5: well, you know, it's a really important community, and I was diagnosed when I was eight. That was about 19 years ago. So I've been involved with NAF for so long and attending conference for so long. I'm blessed, really, to have the opportunity to join the board of directors. So now I not only can I help give back as a volunteer, but I also can, you know, make sure that everyone's heard. And a lot of people have been telling me, you know, we're having so much fun, and um, you know, these are the programs we're interested in. And it's my job to really help communicate um, our story and to really be able to tell everyone that Bald is beautiful and our community lives empowered lives because they are able to make their own choices.
4: Amazing. So I had the pleasure of meeting your friends, Sam and Carl, and you guys were just kind of tearing it up on the dance floor last night. And it's so cool to see, A, just male friendships in general. I think I overheard you telling someone that a child that you met them at the kids camp. Is that right? Can you talk to me about that?
5: Yeah, so we're so lucky that we're older now. We're in our 20s. And, you know, Sam's been going to conferences since 1999 with his older sister. I've been going since 2003, and Carl, 2011. So, you know, it's the most important thing is that you spend that time in the camp and you really get a feel for it.
4: We're hearing are the gleeful sounds of the NAF conference kids camp. During some downtime at the conference, I sat by the hotel pool. The kids camp counselors laughed, saying I probably expected more peace and quiet. I didn't get quiet, but seeing a bunch of bald kids having the best time in the pool, a place I dreaded growing up, trying to keep soaked hats and bandanas on my head, I definitely got some peace. I love the idea of these kids forming friendships and growing up together, like Sam and Simon. I didn't meet any girls my age with alopecia until I was well into my 20s. I got to speak with Simon's friend, Sam. And what brings you to the alopecia conference?
3: My sister. So my sister and I are two years apart, and she's had alopecia since she was six and I was four. And that was our first conference. And it was actually in Denver in 1999. And we've been to most since. She's come to a bunch, or a few that I haven't gone to, but my family has gone most years.
4: What does it mean to you as someone like looking in to come to conference?
3: Usually it's just a lot of fun. I have some friends who go back every year or most years, so it's a nice reunion. And even when they're not there, like there's always things to do. It's in a different city across the country. And so it's like, you know, you either hang out with friends or you get to explore the city. It's a really great opportunity to connect with a lot of people with alopecia that you really don't get anywhere else.
4: Speaking with the supporters attending the conference really moved me so much. I spoke with an amazing sister named Ashley from Pennsylvania. What brings you to the NAF conference? Um, I'm
1: at the NAF conference right now because I wanted to be a support system for my sister Mm -hmm.
4: and I didn't want her to be alone. That's so sweet. And you actually don't have alopecia and you have other siblings that don't, is that right? Correct. I'm one of four, and she's the only one that has it. What is this experience like for you as a wonderful, supportive sister?
1: Um, It's definitely very eye-opening. I definitely had to step out of the room a couple of times just to... I wanted to be brave in front of my sister and not kind of show her that... I didn't want to show her my true emotions, and I'm just trying to stay as strong as I can, but... I really enjoy hearing other people's stories and it's very empowering for me and especially others who struggle with the same thing.
4: Amazing. Yeah, what is emotional for you about it? I'm so curious about that.
1: I just, I feel like I'm kind of an emotional person and then I know what my sister had to deal with and everything and I saw her but she's always been kind of quiet about everything and so to... For her to be inspired by so many people like you and others, like sharing their stories out and being so brave, helps her be more confident with her story and everything, so it, it makes me feel emotional, not only on her story, but on so many others.
4: Any major highlights for you being here this weekend?
1: Um, it was definitely a highlight when my sister does not take off her wig at all, um, only around family and when she's sleeping, but... It was definitely a highlight when I saw her take off her wig in front of many people and, um, and, and try on other wigs. And also when someone next to her was struggling and she had just started the process of losing hair. And my sister had recommended many products and many, many things that she had to go through. And she took off her wig and showed her that it was going to be
4: okay. Amazing. You're an amazing sister. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Yes, thank you. And of course, there were many attendees that make the conference an annual tradition. Do you mind introducing yourself?
3: Not at all. Matthew Kogan, Seattle area. I'm the official photographer for NAF.
4: That's incredible. How long have you been capturing the NAF conferences?
3: This is This is conference 38. I've been to 37 of them, and I've photographed 36.
4: What do you notice about the conference that maybe even the attendees might not notice?
3: The thing I enjoy more than anything is, especially with the people that are first-timers, capture the moment, watch them change from the first day to the last day, how they come in with kind of a low look, they walk out with a great smile, and confidence.
2: How many years have you been coming to the conference? I started coming to the conference in 2010 or 11, I can't remember now, Um, and I've come every single year except one I had to miss, and I was so sad that year that I missed it. So... I I come every year since then. What does this conference mean to you? For me, it's just like the best way to connect with the community and to just be around other people that are like me and that understand what I'm going through um, and what I have been going through for so many years. My first conference was the first time I ever saw other people with alopecia in person. Um, So that was really like a life-changing experience for me to just understand finally that I'm not the only person in the world that has this disease because that's what it felt like before I attended my first conference.
0: Um, Yeah this is my fifth conference um, my first one was 2017 in Miami and now I'm back and I love being here it's had a great influence on me. What is the highlight of being here for you? I would say connecting with people and like the shared experiences like I love the sessions too I think they're great and informative but for me it's more about surrounding myself with others who you know are going through the same thing or have had similar experiences and just like boosting confidence and like having some other people to kind of look up to and you know just like seeing people thrive and also supporting others who are at different stages in their journey
5: amazing and
4: how long have you had alopecia areata since 12 years old Oh my gosh, and tell me, how long have you been coming to the conference?
0: This is my 10th conference. Your 10th conference, yes. oh my gosh. What made you start going? Um, well, back 10 years ago, or I don't even remember. It was like 2011. I just was, you know, I wasn't open about it. And I was very shy, and I just didn't like feel like I could relate to anybody. And so I was having a tough time, and I started Googling stuff, and I found NAFT online. What's your
4: favorite thing about... For me, it's like seeing all these, like, a bunch of bald people in one
0: place. Can you talk to me about how that feels for you and what you love about the conference? Yes, every time I go, it's just like I, you know, walk into a lobby and there's, like, all these bald people or hair, you know, people with some hair. And, like, you know, and it's just so unique that it's like a family. We're all together. And it's so exciting to see, you know. I I just love it because it feels like you're not the only one.
4: When you have alopecia, it really can feel like you're the only one, even in New York City. On the subway, at the laundromat, at the office, at the grocery store, at beaches, even at bars, where everyone's wild and out. Going out is something that used to arm me with a lot of anxiety, and while my new phase of alopecia hasn't prevented me from doing that, I can understand how heavy getting ready for a night on the town can feel. That's why the Saturday night dance party is such a major highlight at the
5: NAF conference. You know, the dance historically has always been the most important event on NAF's calendar for the entire year because a lot of people uh, are upset with the disease and some people at the conference will never leave their hotel room. And that's just a fact, you know, Uh, we met a lot of people this week who, as their VIP member, first time conference attendee, you know, they were very upset and their journey is very different place than Sam, myself and Carl. So, um you know, being able to meet people where they are, and the kids like to dance. I like to dance, I danced for 15 years um, with a, a community in Massachusetts, and not only is it fun, but the kids see it's very normal for them. Yeah, if you, if they're in their room, they won't go to the kids camp maybe, but the parents maybe can get them to go to the dance. And in years past, you know, we've had a lot of people who, the. Dance is their first event because they don't feel comfortable. And, um, you know, we just have so much fun.
4: That's alopecia queen Kia Trammell belting out Beyonce's very fitting Break My Soul at this year's dance. If getting in trouble for using 20 seconds of someone else singing her song helps me to meet her, then so be it, Beyoncé. Saturday's late night party turned into a sleepy Sunday checkout. I spoke with Jess from Sacramento about her first conference experience. Um so it is checkout time on Sunday of the conference. Um how are you feeling?
0: Oh, it's checkout time. That's how I'm feeling, guys. Honestly, I came to this conference with no expectation. It was actually my first flight alone ever. Oh my gosh, that's so big. Yeah, literally just that was like a little big step for my newly 21-year-old adult self. But honestly, coming to this conference and like meeting new people and just all of that just feels so like refreshing to me, you know? having people part of my community, finally, like, nearby and concentrated. Ah! That's all. That, that's my reaction. Tell me a little bit about your alopecia journey. Okay, so my alopecia journey. I got diagnosed when I was 16 years old. Um, I started to lose my hair back in April 2016. April 20? Yeah, yeah, April 2016. And so sophomore year of high school, that was also when I tore my ACL in my knee. Oh, my gosh. So your girl was on crutches. Your girl was like, what is happening type. So my alopecia, it got so severe to the point. I was so done with all the beanies, the head wraps, the caps, all that covering like who I thought I was and like all of that. So then I took charge at the end of April and I shaved that off. And honestly, yes, it was scary, like the physical, but emotionally, I felt so sound. And I feel like I haven't gotten that soundness since I shaved my head bald. But coming back to the conference, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're, they're that sense of gratification again. Amazing. What made you want to come to the
4: conference?
0: Well, I was actually a youth mentor for NAF for like a year so far. And so... I was like, shoot, why not come to the conference, you know? Like, you're not doing anything during summer. Like, come on, girl. But specifically, I wanted to come to the conference because I just find I don't have many friends in particular with alopecia. And even if they do, they're more like mutuals at school. Like, when I tell them that, like, I have hair loss or alopecia, I'll get little mutuals who are like, wait, no way. Because I actually, like, have a couple patches back here. So it's really nice having that sense of community back home. Like little people opening up, but people here, they open up big time. You know what I mean? So, Amazing. yeah, I love that. Do you
4: think you would come to the conference again? 100,010%, yeah, I would.
0: Now, I'm looking back at the photographs, I just have
5: to laugh and that.
4: Next year's NAF conference will take place in Washington, D.C. on June 28th, 29th, and 30th, 2024. I hope to see you there. Very nearly almost was conceived, created, hosted, produced, written, and edited by me, Lindsay Sullivan. Follow at very nearly almost or at Lynn Sully ten twenty one. That's a double S in there for updates on the pod and much more. The gorgeous music you heard at the top of this special episode was once again Grammy Award winner Molly Tuttle, who beautifully closed out this year's NAF conference. Her new album City of Gold will be out on July twenty first. Kelsey Logan created the gorgeous theme music with Chef's Kiss Music Production by Colin Coogan. The incredible logo art was created by graphics wizard Ryan Casey and inspired by photographer extraordinaire Caitlin McNaney. You can check the art out right next to the subscribe button. As the kids say, I'd hit that. Special thanks on this episode to my incredible friend, roommate, and media maven in his own right, Justin Rodriguez, for his boundless encouragement and extra audio equipment for my trip to Denver. See you next time!